1: Jesus and America too. She's a good girl. Crazy about Elvis, loves horses and her boyfriend too. It's a long Breaking her
2: strikes 10 the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs no more no less my name is joey i want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnj radio.com okay so as promised unlike what i did last year i promised that i would be following the new music as it was happening in the current year that i am in in 2022 And so far, I am keeping that promise. I'm actively listening to new full-length studio records from 2022 in between, you know, all the retro listens that I'm doing for all these upcoming countdowns. And, you know, I did the absurd amount of odds and ends episodes to wrap up the year. I believe it was eight of them. And I said I wasn't going to do that again at the end of the year. And I would document them as they happen throughout the year. And then I could do, like, maybe a best of odds and ends at the end of the year. Well, I'm. Once again, delivering on that promise. I am keeping to my New Year's resolutions. And as luck would have it, we've already had 10 really quality odds and ends fall into our lap here. Just a few days outside of March. And we kick things off today on the show with Ryan Hamilton, local boy here out in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Still doing well. And that killer cover of Tom Petty's classic Free Fallin'. That is sacred ground, but... I think Ryan did a really good job on it. Been following the tease of that project, you know, on his social media, on his Facebook and stuff like that. I did notice that that song, while it's not recorded, it was indeed mastered at Abbey Road Studios. So, yeah, you can hear that little extra difference right there. I think that's a really cool cover. Very proud of Ryan. And, you know, hey, who doesn't love Free Fallin'? If you don't love Free Fallin', then... I don't think you actually have a functioning human heart. And also massively looking forward to the physical vinyl release of the 1221 record by Ryan. Coming out on Record Store Day. It's going to be one of the big titles for Record Store Day out here. Can't wait to buy that. So yeah, a lot of good things going on for Ryan. So all the positive vibes to him. Seems like a good dude. And yeah, you know, ass kissing, but it's genuine because I really dig all of his stuff i've been a pretty damn decent fan since i saw him live with people on vacation i've been following all of his solo stuff so yeah angling to have him on the show we'll see what happens maybe it'll happen staying positive on that as uh we kick things off with the cover song, there's gonna be a lot of covers on the show here couple of originals but the show will be dominated mostly by covers which is what odds and ends tend to be you know the sole release of a single or eps of covers and things such as that this next song will be no exception albeit it's uh, definitely an obscure song for most people if you're a big fat kiss nerd like i am then you know this song although it's not a kiss song it's kiss adjacent because this is actually a cover of an eric carr solo song yes the late great kiss drummer eric carr So it was the, uh, you know, I hate saying anniversary, but in 2021, it had been 30 years since Eric Carr's untimely passing due to cancer. He died on the same day as Freddie Mercury. I believe it was November 24th, 91. I think that's the case. That sounds right. And as a lot of Kiss fans did, they do the extra memorialization, you know, around dates like that. And so there was this project that was put together for the Eric Carr charity. It's called Car Jam 21. And it consisted of a lot of cool Swedish guys and a couple of American guys, but mostly Swedish guys, people I'm big fans of. Guys like Dragan, guys like Ryan Roxy. Yes, Ryan Roxy, currently of the Alice Cooper band. Guy named Jesper Lindgren, who is from a recent discovery that I've become a really big fan of in a short amount of time. He's in a band called Velvet Insane. You might have heard them if you were cool enough to listen to my top albums of 2021 Countdown. Also a guy named Martin Eklund. From a band called bonafide which i've heard of but i don't know a lot about and a guy named Jolie at i hope i'm pronouncing that right Swedish shape me forte but apparently he's in the electric boys which is also really cool so they're doing this charity project for the eric card charity they've got the thumbs up from loretta caravello eric Carr's sister and they got this ep out called car jam 21 there's a physical of the cd coming out they already did the vinyl and the cassette though those are gone unfortunately i couldn't get a hold of one but I will be buying the CD for sure. It's coming out here sometime here in the spring. You can already pre-order it like on the Amazons of the world and stuff like that. So like I said, it's under Car Jam 21. There's going to be two Eric Carr covers on this EP, and there's going to be just two Kiss covers. One of Lover All I Can and the other of Ace Fraley's Snowblind. I guess they were just kind of favorites of those guys, and they threw them on here on the EP to pad it out. But It's an enjoyable listen. You can already stream it out and about on the Spotify's of the world. And yeah, I'll definitely be buying the CD, you know, support the charity and all that good stuff. And here's a track to get you excited about it. And when I heard this, I really thought they had just taken the original Eric Carr track. And I really, I was A-Bing it and they sound very much alike, but I'm going to say this is the Carr Jam 21 band doing it. But whoever's singing on this sounds just like Eric Carr. So maybe I'm going to wind up later with Egg on my face. I'm like, no, it's just the Eric Carr song, just authorized for the release. But I don't know. I listen to it back to back. There's slight differences, but it sounds very, very, very similar to the Rockology version of this. So you, you be the judge, I'm not putting the official stamp on it. But I like the song enough, and chances are most of you haven't even heard the original. But here's a supposed cover version <laughs> from Car Jam 21 of this Eric Carr solo song right here called Eyes of Love. Enjoy. Fun stuff right there from Car Jam 21, the tribute there to Eric Carr with the song Eyes of Love. I know that song was written by Eric, Bruce Kulik, and Adam Mitchell, because I am a KISS nerd and I know this. But yeah, the original version of that you can find on Rockology, and you can A-B it along with the Car Jam version and see if I'm just not completely insane, but it does sound like Eric singing. I need to get to the bottom of this. Trying to read articles about this project, and a lot of them are in Swedish, so... I'm trying. I'll keep working on it. But I do enjoy that song, no matter which version. (laughs) It's a very good song. Nice and catchy. Definitely could have been a contender in the 80s had it been put on a Kiss album. Which is pretty much what most of the Rockology songs are. Songs that didn't make it on a Kiss album for some dumbass reason or another. Uh, Oh yeah, to play Kate Egos. Okay, but let's move on here to another cover song. This one is a lot more well-known of a song. This song was a big hit back in the day, back in the 80s. When I was a child, and it's going to be done here by this band called NHC. Now, it's a lazy name, but NHC stands for Navarro, Hawkins, and Chaney, which is Dave Navarro, Taylor Hawkins, and Chris Chaney. So, you got Jane's Addiction, basically Foo Fighters, and Jane's Addiction. Again, yeah, because Chris Chaney he replaced Eric A.K. in Jane's Addiction. And what, you know, if they ever tour again or do records, it's going to be Chris Cheney blame bass. He was kind of a bass player for Hire for a while, and I know, uh, first time I heard him, he was in Panic Channel with Navarro, so I guess he's a friend of Navarro's, and he was also in Taylor Hawkins' Cotail Tail Writers Band, so it's all in the family, but they got this EP out called Intakes and Outtakes, and I got hip to this cover song through Duff McKagan's show on Sirius, Three Chords and the Truth, and I'm glad he played it, because damn, this is a great cover. It's like, you know, it's straightforward enough, but it also rocks quite a bit more than the original as well. So it's faithful, but it also rocks more. And I like that about a cover. Who doesn't? Especially if you're a hard rock fan like I am. So I think you're going to enjoy this. So here is NHC doing a take on Level 42's big hit, Something About You. Turn it up. Killer stuff right there. I love that version of that level 42 song. That was Something About You by NHC, Navarro, Hawkins, and Chaney. That's from the EP Intakes and Outtakes. No physical product of that so far, but you can buy MP3s of it on Apple and Amazon and places like that. You can listen to it on all the streaming sites and have at it, have at it. So speaking of Taylor Hawkins, if I'm not mistaken, I believe he does play drums on this next song as well. It was released officially under the name Dream Widow, which this is a tie-in single to the Foo Fighters movie Studio 666, which I actually saw a few weeks ago. I enjoyed it. Not a big fan of the ending, but I like the movie overall, and I'm glad it exists. I'm glad we have things like this in the world. So as a fan of horror movies and rock and roll and rock and roll horror movies, not bad, not bad at all. So I don't want to spoil the movie too much for those of you who haven't seen it, But let's just say this is, as far as I can tell, it's basically the Foo Fighters performing this song, but they're doing it under the assumed name of the band Dream Widow, which is one of the bands that is part of the plot of the Studio 666 movie. Now, obviously, this is the Foo Fighters playing on it. You can hear Dave's voice inside of this voice, although it's not a voice he normally sings with. But, you know, if you go look this video up on YouTube, for instance, and you watch the lyric video... Like in the last 20 seconds of the video, the Foo Fighters logo is stamped right there on the bottom right of the clip. So it's obviously them. We all know it's them. But it's neat to hear their take on basically just hardcore 80s thrash metal. So I dig it. Why not? And this is a perfect odd end. So here you go. The Foo Fighters performing as Dream Widow. And this song is called March of the Insane. All right, March of the Insane right there. Some heavy as hell music right there from the band Dream Widow, which is definitely the Foo Fighters. Kind of true to the film plot without spoiling the plot. I kind of hope this never comes out in a sense. If it ever does, it needs to come out under the name Dream Widow and maybe just as an exclusive 7 inch, like on Record Store Day. Something really limited, but. If it never comes out, it actually kind of makes the movie in a sense. It makes it even that much more legit. Watch the movie, you'll get it. Okay, coming up here, we're going to do a twofer. And it makes sense to do a twofer because two of the best guitar virtuosos in the world right now. And I mean that in the sense of the two best guitar virtuosos that when they put out solo albums, I'm actually going to listen to them not the biggest fan of all instrumental guitar albums, even though I do enjoy guitar. I don't ever review all instrumental albums for, you know, consideration for best albums of the year. And you may not consider that to be fair, but I just don't know how to review these kind of records. I I enjoy them for the most part, but it just, it's hard to do. Hopefully you understand where I'm coming from there. But the two best in the game right now, one's been doing it for a long time, One's been doing it for a decent amount of time, talking about Steve Vai and John 5. Now, I've been following Steve for forever, like for 35 plus years, and every time he puts out a solo album, it's pretty much always worth listening to. They are definitely not boring. I don't think they are, especially like you listen to something like Passion and Warfare. It's it's a journey. It takes you on a journey. It's definitely something you want to just tune the world out and listen to it. And, you know, Steve has been very consistent, and now he's been putting out his solo albums over the years. And just the fact that he's just purely committed to doing the solo albums and not being in bands anymore. This is the only way you can get Steve, uh, for the most part, you know, guest spots aside. But I'll take what I can get. He's the man. And John Five, I think, following in that tradition, John Five is a guy. Of course, he became famous, especially in the guitar circles, with his initial releases, uh, the David Lee Roth band album, which is a great album. The Two Project with Rob Halford, you know. Of course, getting the Manson gig and subsequently becoming Rob Zombie's right hand man. Now, of course, those kinds of artists, you know what you're going to get in your guitar playing, but all the more reason when you go and do a solo album, you get your rocks off and do all the stuff that you love and. I believe that John does stuff that he truly loves on his solo albums. He has, he seems to have a lot of fun with them. He does a lot of covers, I think, to keep people's interest, but also I feel like he loves doing that stuff. And there's a handful of covers on his new album, Sinner, under the name John 5 and the Creatures. So it's, it's a band in a sense as well. And there's been a, a good amount of attention, probably rightfully so, on the Giorgio on My Mind cover, which is great. And you get to hear the return of Peter Chris on the drums. He's not singing it. Just playing the drums on it. It's a little laid back, jazzy version of Georgia on my mind. And that's definitely worth checking out. But I wanted to play a different song off of that. So here you go. I'm going to kick things off with Steve and get into John afterwards. So here's a nice little twofer from two overtly decent all-instrumental guitar albums that you definitely should check out. And then after these two songs, I'll give you the info on where to find them afterwards. But enjoy this nice all-guitar rock block right here. Alright, lot to unpack here, but let's see if I could do it in a short amount of time. We kicked off that too for with the great Steve Vai from his latest solo album called Inviolate. That song was called Zeus and Chains. I did fail to mention before these tracks, Steve, while also promoting this solo album, is basically promoting his new guitar because it's featured on the cover of the album. I don't think this is a guitar that's ever going to be made for sale. If it's ever made for sale, it's going to be like in excess of like $10,000 or something. It's called the Hydra. And go go Google it right now while I'm talking about it, because it's one of the most ridiculous guitars ever invented. Probably not the most ridiculous, which is saying something, but this three-neck guitar, and it's different from his three-neck heart guitar with with the two necks on one side and one on the other, which he still has. I've seen it in his collection recently online. But this Hydra guitar is ridiculous. Okay, so the first neck appears to be a 12-string guitar, and like the first 10 frets, are regular, and it looks like the ones after that might be fretless, and then that one is like the the top butt end of the guitar with like the dragon scales on the end. It appears to have some sort of like uh, steampunk engines coming out of it. It's it's crazy. And then I haven't even gotten to the second neck. I'm talking about how ridiculous this is. Second neck is a seven string, and it looks to be at least twenty frets. <laughs> and then the third one's definitely a four string bass, maybe a five, but it looks like a four from the photo. And it looks like half of it, and I'm talking about top to bottom on the fretboard, half of it is fretless, and the other half isn't. And I'm not talking about up and down the neck, I'm talking about up and down where your hands go. Go look it up. The Steve Vai Hydra guitar. Yes, once again, that song was called Zeus and Chains. Cool song there from Inviolate. And then we finished off that 2 with John 5 and the Creatures from the Center album. And that was his cover of Les Paul and Mary Ford's "How High the Moon." Now that song to me is a high water mark of guitar playing. If you can play that song, or, or pretty much almost any Les Paul solo song, then you're the man. Like, I've seen that song performed once, and that was by Jeff Beck, and he did that with Brian Wilson's band. It was it was killer watching them harmonize the Mary Ford vocal parts along with the Les Paul playing. But the first time I ever heard that song was on the Casino soundtrack, the original version, and that's how I learned of that song. And then finding out the Les Paul had like this amazing recording career with Mary Ford. It really cool to hear those songs. If you're going to go old-timey music like tried and true oldies, then go Les Paul. do <laughs> so good. But yeah, love that interpretation of How High the Moon. John 5, you are a badass. So yeah, it looks like Steve Vai had the lone original here on this episode. So we're going to continue on with the covers. I mean, we already got back into the covers with How High the Moon. And now we're going to play pretty much a straight up version of a song we all know. But it's one I've been hearing a lot, so I figured I'd play it here on the show. Uh, This gets played a lot on Underground Garage. I know that the band Soraya is a big favorite on that channel. And they do a good amount of covers. And I just enjoy this. There's nothing groundbreaking about it. It's almost as simple as I love the whale in the chorus. (laughs) That kind of really makes the song for me. But you can really never go wrong with the song. It is one of the great songs of all time for a reason. So here you go. Here is Soraya's cover of the Nat Classic from 1979. This is My Sharona. Soraya right there with their cover of My Sharona. If you're looking them up online, it's spelled S-O-R-A-I-A. S-O-R-A-I-A. Like, I, the first time I really took notice of them was a few years ago. They did a really random cover of a Prince song called Wow, which is a song that most people don't know, but it was a song from the Plectrum Electrum album. So I took notice of them. I like them. They're a good band, so I'll keep following them as their career goes on. And we move on to perennial favorites here, not just of Rock Strikes 10, but of fellow cnjradio.com show, the Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions. You probably haven't heard that name in a while because they haven't put a show out. And I know through no fault of Randy's own, but man, I'm really looking forward to some brand new Synaptic episodes. How about it? Everybody out there? All right, thumbs up. And I hope I'm not stepping on any toes right here. I'm not sure if Randy had this planned for his show but this one is so great he should play it anyway even if he wasn't considering it he should probably play it <laughs> this is one of his all-time favorite bands and it's definitely a favorite band of mine the melvins right here coming in another thing that makes this an odd and end like the other ones i don't think there's any plans to put this on any kind of release at the very least it might make it on you know a seven inch or something like that but this is really cool they've performed this on and off at different tribute shows and stuff like that you know for chris cornell and they finally decided to put out like basically an official release it's on youtube now and you can stream it but this is the killer version right here so a song you've heard a billion times but now it's been done by the melvins and aren't you glad here's the melvins with their take of the mega mega popular soundgarden song spoon man Right. Melvin's right there doing their version of Spoonman Of course the Soundgarden song You hear it every 5 seconds on regular rock radio But why would you be listening to regular rock radio right now When you can be listening to shows like this or you can be catching up on old episodes of the Synaptic Gearing up for the brand new episodes Of the Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions I'm not funning on you Randy, I love you I miss your show though Okay, these last two songs are some of my favorite songs of all time And to have new cover versions of these songs is a joy to me. But the bonus is that they're really, really good. (laughs) That always helps. That's always nice, right? When someone covers one of your favorite songs and it doesn't let you down. This to me is almost as perfect as it gets. Uh, If I had to make a top, let's say top 40, that's a good number because people like the top 40 singles countdowns. If I had to make a top 40 all-time songs list, the original version of this song I think would definitely be on it. So, Mountains, theme from an imaginary western, which I came into fandom of that song due to Kiss. Gene Simmons always referenced that my one of my favorite Kiss songs, Going Blind, was written as a response to theme from an imaginary western, stylistically, musically, stuff like that. And so I went back and heard that song, and I'm like, wow, this song's amazing. What mountain dip with jack bruce on that song and just uh the whole band and it's just a it's a damn perfect song and speaking of buzz osborne from the melvins earlier who plays a three pickup Les paul leslie west also played a three pickup Les paul and threw down one of the most amazing guitar solos of all time on that original song now there's a leslie west tribute album coming out here in a couple of months and i will definitely be purchasing it and it's got a handful of artists that i really dig on it so I think overall it'll be a very good release. It's always tough with tribute albums, you know, cuz they're they're never really just perfect, are they? But I saw that one of my all-time favorite singers is going to have a handful of performances on it. So who's that singer you may ask? Well, of course, D Snyder. I mean, D, I know he knew Leslie pretty well. I think they came from the same area. And I know he's just a fan, but also I I know he was a friend of Leslie's. And Leslie unfortunately passed away a few years ago. And he just had it real rough at the end of his life. But now, you know, th- the good thing that came out of this is some people are going to pay proper tribute to the late, great Leslie West. And man, like I said, theme from an imaginary Western, sung by Dee Snyder. but wow, the lineup of the band that performs on this along with D., is just something else. Got Eddie Ojeda from Twisted Sister coming in on lead guitar. Rudy Sarzo on bass, of course, you know, from the classic Quiet Riot lineup and Whitesnake and a whole bunch of other bands. Love Rudy. I've been a fan of Rudy since I've been a fan of D Since I was a kid. Since I was four years old. And then rounding out here on drums with the guy that sat in the chair last for Twisted Sister, Mike Portnoy. So yeah, right there. Perfect combination of musicians to play on this perfect song. And this is just a great performance. I've built it up enough, but I believe it will still deliver in your ears. So here you go. D Snider. Eddie Ojeda, Rudy Sarzo, and Mike Portnoy doing mountains theme from an imaginary Western. Here you go. All the positive vibes, all the beautiful endorphins being released into my brain with that right there. Theme from an imaginary western as performed by the iconic, the man D. Snyder on lead vocals along with Eddie Fingers O'Jada from Twisted Sister on lead guitar. I didn't think I could love Eddie more than, than until I heard that track and I love him that much more. Rhythm section, the great Rudy Sarzo on bass and the great Mike Portnoy on the drums. Like I said before, the Leslie West tribute album will be coming out soon. I believe it's going to be called Legacy. I saw that Zach Wilde and Slash are going to be on there as well. So this could turn out to be a pretty decent tribute album. I know there's at least one more Dee Snyder vocal on there. So I'm obviously going to, I was going to buy it anyway, just based on that one song. But now I'm really going to buy it. Okay, how do you top that? Well, I mean, you really can't, but I'm going to send you out with something a little more high energy. Let's go with that. Another one of my favorite songs of all time and another, wow, that was a really good version. I'm glad it was. It was kind of a how could you go wrong with everybody involved, but you never know sometimes, but really happy to hear it. So if you go on YouTube and you go down a rabbit hole and, you know, over the last few years, a lot of them pandemic jams came in, but one of the best out there is a channel called couch riffs and it's a collective of guys where they get together and it's kind of an interchanging lineup. It seems like the singer's always different and I've seen some killer cover songs on this channel and the one they just posted a few weeks ago, I was like, well, that's a layup. That's definitely going on the show. I'm a little late to the party on the overall channel here of couch riffs, but I've been going down that rabbit hole and there's some amazing stuff on there. I don't want to spoil it, but get into this channel. It's definitely worth your time. And the visuals are always really good. You know, a lot of these pandemic videos are not well produced, but this one really is. It, they do a really good job on the editing. So you know what? I'm going to give you the lineup after the song. I'm going to have you judge it based purely on the performance itself. And if you're a longtime friend of the show, I think you'll recognize the vocalist, and I'll give you the rest of the details later. But for now, enjoy this super lively take on Elton John's Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting." Closing off the show here tonight and closing off our first volume of Odds and Ends of 2022. Man, that's good to say that really early in the year. I'm doing it right, aren't I? But yes, that was Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting, done by the Couch Riffs YouTube channel right there. And uh, hopefully you recognize the great vocals of the great Danko Jones right there. Never thought I'd hear him sing that song, but man, I'm glad he did now. Rounding out the band, we've got Bob Venom from the Bell Rays. Uh, on guitar, Mike Squires from Duff McKagan's Loaded. By the way, I will say, there's a killer Duff McKagan contribution on the couch riff, so go look that up. And we got John Sherman of Red Fang on the drums, great band. And a bass player you heard earlier on the show, Steve McDonald, who, you know, from Red Cross, but also current bass player for Melvin's. So yeah, a little tie-in right there from earlier on. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed that performance. I hope you enjoyed this show. If you like cover songs, you I think you definitely enjoyed this episode, but let me know what you thought. Let me know what you liked and what you didn't like and all that good stuff. Feel free to message me for anything. Of course, buy a shirt. You will get your episode request on the air. You know, send me a handful of suggestions and I'll pick one or two or something like that. But yes, it is a long-term ongoing promotion. Buy a shirt, you'll get a show episode. So... How to do that? Well, send us a message. But for now, everything else you're going to learn about right here because I'm going to send you over to my better half, Nola, with the plugs and the best damn outro song in all the podcasting business. Take it away, Nola.
0: We would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today. You can reach us on Facebook or Twitter. We love getting messages and always do our best to respond. Every time you share our show, we give our cats Ruby and Ripley a treat. We are on Twitter, at RockStrikes10, and the direct email is RockStrikes10 at gmail.com. When you search for us, the number 10 is always spelled out. If you would like to support our show financially, we do have RockStrikes10 shirts for sale. For $20, we will ship you out a high-quality, soft-as-heck, Next Level branded shirt, and a button. Send us an email or direct message for more details, or to order. Please help us spread the word about this show and all of our other quality shows by listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Our official website is cnjradio.com. You can visit this site for all episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going all the way back to episode number one. While you're on cnjradio.com, check out some of these other quality shows. The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other. The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative. The Last Theater, starring Chris, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure. And the I Am Vinyl podcast with Pete LaRussa and occasionally Joey. We also highly recommend that you check out our good friend Mark Striegel, who can now be heard exclusively on SiriusXM as part of Ozzy's Boneyard and Hair Nation. Last... But certainly not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete LaRussa and the band Space Beard for the best outro song in the business. Go to facebook.com/spacebeardband to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes Ten set ya. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then, have fun.